Live from the Thomas and Mac, it's Cofield and Company. We're just basically sitting around. I try to drink 10 beers in an hour, get annihilated, curse a lot. Good Lord, Cofield. You have eaten your share of hot dogs in your life. Have you not? I'm an American. I don't want to be muzzled. It's time for Cofield and Company with Steve Cofield on ESPN Las Vegas. We're here a little bit early, 8 o'clock tip. We'll be cutting out at 6 o'clock, and uh, you'll get running Rebel warm-up at 7.30 before the Rebels take on Fresno in a key game as they try to close the season strong. They've got four games left now, not two originally. Beginning of the week, we're like, hey, Fresno twice, and then you go to the tournament. You get a little break before the tournament, collect yourselves, but not the case, Candy. They added two games to the schedule. The TV money talks, right, Cofield? Like, in the end, that's what the conference said, that they wanted to fulfill their TV contracts, and that came, according to Mark Ziegler of the San Diego Union-Tribune, over the objection of multiple coaches in the league who looked at it and said, why are we playing these games? They don't really make any difference in the long run, but they were overruled. Battleborn Injury Lawyers presents The Big Five at Five. Number five. Adam Candy's alongside here at the Thomas & Mac. Uh, Cofield back in our Finley Toyota Studios. It's... Ari. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. Yeah, we're rolling live video right now. If you want to comment, you can do that up at Steve Cofield, up at ESPN Las Vegas at LV Sports Network. Also rolling on YouTube and ESPN Las Vegas Facebook. We try to do this at least once or twice a show. So chime in. It's uh, your way to get some comments into Cofield and company here on a Wednesday. Candy hasn't been in in a while. We didn't get to talk about what happened on Saturday with the uh, first game in Tahoe. Boy, oh boy, that was a bad break for the NHL. Or do we want to slam Gar for the weather issues? Because, man, I, I actually felt bad for him as he was stumbling and bumbling after like an hour delay and having to pop up on NBC with Tarico to explain the disastrous situation. To say that you felt badly for Gary Bettman, something must have really triggered in you because that's not something we hear many people say no, very often no. is that they have a soft spot for something that happened to Gary Bettman. But, yeah. Here we were with that game being put on pause and resumed nine hours later, Cofield. And if you felt badly for Gary Bettman watching him stumble around, you'll probably feel even worse hearing this. The NHL had in the range of 1.4 million viewers tuned into the Tahoe game to see that beautiful scenery and that great display of hockey between two of the best teams in the league. And then nine hours later, when the game moved from NBC to NBC Sports Network, and picked up again at midnight Eastern, they had under 400,000 viewers left tuned in. So their TV showcase turned out to be a complete dud. What should they do moving forward? I mean, this is just the perils of, I think this is what, like the 29th and 30th game they've done outside, 28, 29, something like that, and they hadn't had issues in the past. Thing is, they're never going to allow this game to go off in a location that would be so unfriendly to fans again, because this was done as a one-off, I believe, because there could be no fans. You pick an environment that is beautiful, but yet would otherwise be something that would be restrictive, not only for your uh, teams, but for your money, because then you don't have as many people as normally attend these games. You can have up to 100,000 people if you play it in a football stadium who are willing to sit all the way up in God's country when they can't even see the puck to watch these games. So I don't know if this will be a problem again. Number four. A lot of unknowns with the uh, Vegas Golden Knights in these tickets after this month. So 
They made tickets available. They can only have 2,600 people into the arena. By the way, tomorrow's game on the road against San Jose canceled. Looks like the Saturday game against Anaheim is good to go. But Saturday, check that. Thursday canceled because of uh, Tomas Hurdle having COVID issues on the Sharks, and they're like, we can't do this. So, uh, But for the games at home, 2,600. Season ticket holders got a chance this morning to scoop up tickets. We heard some stories earlier about, hey, a four-pack of tickets costing someone about $925. These are going to be expensive tickets. I don't know how you can get angry at VGK. They're presented with a situation unlike we've ever seen in the history of modern sports. Um, You know, we talked to Justin Watkins earlier, and Justin was on with us for about 35 minutes, and I completely forgot that Justin was a season ticket holder. Uh, So during the break, once he was done, I actually jumped on there and we grabbed this clip from him as I was discussing what his experience was like this morning. He's a season ticket holder. He's our ESPN Las Vegas legal insider, and he wanted tickets. Well, so I'm a season ticket holder that rolled over, right? I didn't, I didn't ask for my cash back. Right. So if you, if you let it roll, then you're on the first, they said this at the time that if they do allow fans in that the money you rolled over could be used as a bank to pay for any tickets that happened in this year. And if you elect to roll over, then you're eligible. You're, you're the first in line. So today was our day. And so, yeah, I got in on that first, but you only get to buy one game for the month of March. There's like eight games in, on the schedule. You only get one. And is so, that is that going to be the case moving forward? Do you know you basically get dibs for one game a month? Uh, I, no, I don't think that's going to be the case. I, I think that's, I think they purposely only did through March because they expect it to change oh. to 25 or 30 or 45% capacity. And if it gets to those higher numbers, then maybe 30% capacity. Well, then I get to go once every three games, right? Instead of once every eight games. And you're okay with all this? What's not to be okay about? I mean, it's not like it's not like the Golden Knights aren't trying. They're trying, right? I mean, Foley tried to get 25%, and they, Southern Nevada Health District said 15 So, okay. Price was a little – I think it was up from what the normal price is. I got I got basically my same tickets. I'm like two rows back from where I normally am. Same seats as normal. And they normally go, I think, for like – I think it's like 270 a piece. And these were like 380, but I might be wrong on on the price. So they were 380 a, a pop. I get it too, man. They're gonna lose money on 15. percent I don't think a lot of people want to hear that, Candy. But the tickets are gonna be high priced, and the Knights are gonna do what they can to make some of the money. But this is not some you know break the bank situation for them. Yeah, and I hear the part about how the Golden Knights and other teams are losing money, and it's a business. Nothing can change there. But in the end. It's a team that is owned by a billionaire that laid off employees at one point during the pandemic, or I should say not laid off, furloughed employees uh, during the pandemic. And so it's not like they've earned some sort of goodwill where people are required to, you know, to feel badly for them in the situation. That said, we talked earlier about a family of four paying more than $900 to go to the game. That's not unusual. I mean, Golden Knights tickets are expensive in the first place. The quiet as it's kept about the NHL is that NHL tickets everywhere are expensive. This is not a cheap sport to attend unless you're going to a Sunbelt market where teams aren't doing well. You can get in a lot easier in some of these places now. But according to SeatGeek, 2019-20, the average ticket price for T-Mobile Arena, $154 a seat. So it's not like it's that big of a difference from what we're talking about right now. Number three. 
Boy, it is a league that does not mess around. They have no issue shuffling coaches in and out. <laughs> Most coaches don't last more than just a couple of years. What is going on? Was it the Canadians? I like that's enough. Um, this was an unbelievable story to me, Cofield. And I know I probably shouldn't be surprised at this point, but the NHL will flip a coach on his head in a heartbeat. And Vegas Golden Knights fans obviously know it well with the way Gerard Gallant was let go after a short losing streak during last season. So, yeah, Claude Julien, after losing six out of eight games, two and six over an eight-game stretch. Now, two of those losses were to the Ottawa Senators, the worst team in the division. But Claude Julien found himself out. And that had been a team that went through a major overhaul in the offseason, brought in a lot more talent. We know that uh, Suzuki is up there from the Golden Knights organization who went over there in the Max Pacioretty trade. And look, they've been one of the best teams in the league. They are comfortably in the playoffs right now. And they blew out their coach today after he lost six out of eight games. I was just stunned by this. Uh, But you know what? Maybe I shouldn't be because my own team that I follow, the New Jersey Devils, did a similar thing. Um, In 2000, when Robbie Fatorik, who had the team in first place, hit a little skid, a little four or five game losing streak. They fired him mid-season with his team in first place. And Larry Robinson ended up taking them all the way to the Stanley Cup. So I think the uh, the NHL is particularly brutal when it comes to head coaches. Number two. Rebels playing tonight. And it's so weird. There was such a big gap in the middle of the season. Like I felt like the season never got started and we're already at the end of the season. Now they've got four games left. Tonight, Friday against Fresno State. That was originally the end of the season. Now they've added, the Mountain West Conference has upwards of 10 plus games. Now they've already had one of those rescheduled games canceled. Reno and San Jose State canceled. Uh, The previously planned San Jose State and Wyoming canceled. So San Jose State has COVID issues. So now the Rebels have San Diego State next week. They close out the season on the road against Wyoming. But first up is Fresno. What do you think the immediate goal should be for these next couple of games, aside from just winning them? They need wins. They're 7-7 seven and seven right now in conference. The goal for these next couple of games for UNLV, yes, the obvious is wins, needs to be flow offensively. They need to find something that looks like a rhythm at that end of the floor because what we've seen for a second consecutive year is that TJ Otzelberger can figure out a way for his team to grind it out defensively and play against the style he normally would. Not not up-tempo, but they are a team that on that end of the floor can get the job done. But right now, when you look at them at the offensive end, they are just a team without any sense of consistency. They, I mean, look, they have one of the slowest offenses in the Mountain West. They're 10th in the Mountain West in terms of average possession length. They're 8th in the Mountain West in effective field goal percentage, so that's basically all your shots factoring in three-pointers. And they don't get to the line at all. Uh, They are by far the worst team in the conference, and they are about to set a program record for getting to the line the least. So what I I need to see is it needs to not feel so hard on offense for this team. Yeah, it's amazing. The free throws, I've been talking about that all year, and especially I still don't get it with Bryce Hamilton, who – is mostly crashing to the basket and drawing contact and trying to shoot within 10 feet. So, I don't know. He hasn't gotten a lot of calls. Um, and beyond that, a lot, you know, guys simply don't attack, and they're not a team that throws into the post. Although, 
I did like you tell me maybe maybe you're on the opposite side of this because it means actually slowing down. But I think by slowing down and feeding the post more, there's more uh, more ball movement. Uh, Devin Tillis has become this intriguing dude at six six and a below the rim guy and not a leaper. Throwing the ball to him in the post and he'll take a couple of dribbles and it you know he's he's kind of scanning the court. He's actually turned out to be a good option for inside out basketball and he's a smart guy so more often than not he's finding someone in a good spot particularly david jenkins has started going crazy from three now i see where it looks good for you and lv because you're used to mbake zhang being down there and he's not an option as a passing post so you throw devin tillis out there but if you listen to tj osselberger after the san jose state series he sounded like it was you know what let's try something right let's just try throwing devin tillis down there and see if he can do this because it's not a consistent offensive philosophy in 2021 to put a forward in the post and hope he finds somebody because what comes with that is the idea that that shot might go up sometimes and we know from looking at many years of shots and we're going to talk to our guests ken pomeroy about this in about 15 minutes that that post-up shot is one of the least efficient shots in basketball so at some point defenses are going to adjust to that and basically start saying to Devin Tillis, go ahead, take the shot. Yeah, Jenkins, as I said, has uh, been a beneficiary. He's 19 of 39 last five games from three. So hopefully some other dudes can uh, hit their open threes. My gosh, they, they got to get uh, Caleb Grill and Moses Wood going from three. Those guys have had open looks, and they had open looks against San Jose State. Um, if they start hitting, then this team can can really be damn. They got to defend. But if they're if they're hitting threes, if they're getting threes from three different guys and a little bit of uh, you know Blake here and there, be dangerous. And that's I think something that is under discussed about this program overall. I think David Jenkins catches a lot of crap because he was expected to come in here and be the same guy he was at South Dakota State. And if you look at his advanced metrics, pretty much all of them are the same from where he was at South Dakota State. It's just that. I think everybody expected a guy who could create his own shot more than David Jenkins is able to. He's more of a spot-up shooter than he is a creator. But the games where UNLV has really looked the part have been games where either Caleb Grill or Moses Wood has been a solid, reliable third option. They need more of that. Number one. So the Tiger Woods story yesterday was real interesting as it unfolded. We talked about it early in the show, like, I don't get shaken, but I was kind of shaken by the whole notion that, like, is this going to be another Kobe? Is this guy going to die in, you know, an automobile accident? Is he going to be paralyzed? His Sounds like his right leg is not great. He's going to have a long recovery from that. Uh, they talked about, you know, blood flow stopping, and all, you know, I'm not going to get into all the technical jargon. I won't be able to explain it well. But there was a chance that, hey, if the surgery didn't work, they might have to amputate his, his leg. Right now, there's no charges being filed. They're saying no signs of impairment in terms of, of being drunk. Was one of the first things you thought of yesterday as he was kind of getting through it? Like, let's not have another knock on Tiger and, you know, his actions away from the golf course because we know he's had issues. He had the the wife issue where he's crashing his car. He had, you know, the issue with another ride that, you know, another driving incident where he was, you know, high as a kite. That was one of the things you thought of yesterday, like another smear on the guy's record? I don't know if smear is necessarily the right word, but, yeah, I definitely started thinking that post-Masters win – we started to get back to, I thought, a more reasonable picture of Tiger. You talked about it earlier in the show that there's a lot of Tiger hate out there. There are a lot of people who are eager to see the man fail. And honestly, I don't necessarily understand that. I don't understand the instinct for 
a guy whose flaws were quite out there on display, but they're pretty similar flaws to a lot of people we've known in our lives, right? He battled marital problems, infidelity. Obviously, he had some issues uh, with the substance. And so I think we all know people in our lives who've gone through that kind of stuff. And it's not the sort of thing that ever made me look at someone and say, yeah, you know what? I hope you never succeed again. Because he's a human being trying to do something extraordinary. And I don't mean good. I don't mean great. I mean extraordinary. Tiger Woods is the reason that a lot of people watch golf, that a lot of people play golf for us here in Vegas, that a lot of people bet on golf. Tiger Woods is a unique force among athletes. And I'm not someone who's ever defended anything that he's done because I think he's made some pretty serious mistakes in his life. But when I saw what happened yesterday, I thought, you know what? I hope this doesn't turn out to be drugs, alcohol, some other form of impairment because as I talked about earlier, I think his kids deserve to have a much better situation. I think Tiger had just gotten back to the point where the image had kind of settled back onto the more positive side. And I hope he didn't self-destruct again, because it seems to me like a lot of what we've seen with Tiger, Steve has been self-destructive behavior. It's been stuff he didn't have to do to himself that he has chosen to do either for pleasure or for an outlet from pain. And after he lost his father, he really seemed to lose his way in a lot of different facets of his life. And that is something I think is as relatable as anything you'll ever see about a guy like Tiger Woods, who in many ways has been very aloof. We haven't gotten much of a look inside who he is overall as a human being. I just hope this isn't the sort of thing that is going to tip the scales back to the side that he can never come back from. I thought this tweet was interesting. I'm not really sure what they should be doing in this case. At the Masters decided to tweet about Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods is part of the Augusta National family, and the news of his accident is upsetting to all of us. We pray for him, for his full recovery, and for his family during this difficult time. Chairman Fred Ridley, if you watched the documentary on HBO, for a lot of us who watched it, and I don't know how I missed this at the time, but a lot of us are not real pro-Masters and pro-Augusta National when it comes to talking about Tiger Woods. Because the way they treated him around the time of his problems with his infidelity and the breakup was outrageous. Outrageous. A bunch of guys who get together for being super rich and super successful in business distancing themselves from a guy who is hurt potential to hurt their business i'm stunned sir absolutely stunned and now they want to step up and i i assume this was heartfelt but like where were you for tiger when he was very much down he's down this time but this this one is obviously an easy one to jump on because yes he got into a car accident he's seriously injured it just when i saw that yesterday it bothered me like what the what the what the folks of the masters did and i'm blanking on the chairman's name do you remember the name I'll look it up on the way back. It wasn't Fred Ridley, whoever the, the chairman was at the time. The the actions when they brought Tiger Woods out for a press conference, like to sit there and grovel at the feet of golf and Augusta National people is one of the grossest things I've seen in the last 15 years in sports. 
It's the Big Five at Five, brought to you by Battleborn Injury Lawyers. If you've been injured, call Justin Watkins at Battleborn Injury Lawyers, 570-9000. This traffic report is brought to you by Best Mattress. Get free Tempur-Pedic pillows with the purchase of any Tempur-Pedic mattress. Still slowing from that earlier accident, 15 northbound at Charleston. And also, Warm Springs is now open in both directions at Arville. Winds kicking up tonight could be gusts up to 40 miles per hour. This traffic report is brought to you by Best Mattress. Get free Tempur-Pedic pillows with the purchase of any Tempur-Pedic mattress. You want the best sleep? Get the best mattress. Tempur-Pedic Best Mattress has the entire line. And right now, get two free Tempur-Pedic pillows with the purchase of any Tempur-Pedic mattress. Best Mattress. Sleep easy, friends. Hey, it's Steve Cofield here to tell you interest rates are at record lows and Vegas property values are through the roof. Me and a ton of you ESPN Las Vegas listeners were able to take advantage last year because of Dustin DeHart and Nova Home Loans. Thanks, Steve. It was an honor helping you and the ESPN Las Vegas listeners improve their interest rates and lower their payments. So many folks got to pay off mounting debts or even purchase their dream home. And I can't wait to help even more people this year. So call me at 702-577-2600 today before rates go up. So if you need a loan, pick up the phone and Testing the heart with Nova Home Loans. NMLS 25011, branch NMLS 777-362. Do you suffer with pain, numbness, or tingling in your hands or feet? This is commonly diagnosed as peripheral neuropathy. Are you taking drugs such as gabapentin, Lyrica, or Cymbalta and have serious side effects that never fix the pain? Has your doctor told you there's nothing they can do, just live with it? Call 702-500-0839. That's 702-500-0839 and meet with a neuropathy physician today. Peripheral neuropathy is a result of damage to the nerves and if not treated, nothing can be done once you've sustained 85% nerve loss. Dr. Joshua K. Purcell, DC, combines state-of-the-art treatment methods to ensure relief from neuropathy with no injections and no drugs. Call for the free neuropathy seminar. Start seeing relief in only a few sessions by calling 702-500-0839. Call Active Life Health and Wellness today at 702-500-0839 and schedule your seat in the next neuropathy seminar. Be pain-free in 2021. Finley Volvo now brings you the ability to subscribe to your car with Care by Volvo, just like you subscribe to streaming services, beauty boxes, and gym memberships. Simplify your life with one payment that includes your car, your car insurance, maintenance, and road hazard protection. With flexible terms as short as four months, owning a car will never be the same. The all-inclusive Care by Volvo is available now at Finley Volvo. Visit us on West Sahara or online at finleyvolvo.com to learn more. At PT's Taverns, we love our locals and we love the Vegas Golden Knights. To celebrate every Las Vegans' favorite team and to help you show your support, we're giving away official VGK jerseys all month long. Simply stop into any PT's location and play with your True Rewards card to enter. Every 100 base points earned equals one entry into the drawing at the end of the month. Visit PTsTaverns.com to find a tavern near you. PT's Taverns, official partner of the Vegas Golden Knights. I'm attorney Matt Hoffman with Battleborn Injury Lawyers. At Battleborn, we don't have a jingle or a theme song. We don't have a catchphrase. And we don't have a phone number your kids have memorized. What we do have is smart 
down-to-earth attorneys with real experience helping people who've been injured. And we're great at what we do. If you've been injured and want great attorneys who really know what they're doing, call 570-9000. Better yet, save our number in your phone in case you ever need it. That's 570-9000. DSC. There are so many razors out there. How do you choose which one's right for you? Well, at Dollar Shave Club, we got you. With a six-blade cartridge for daily shavers with short hair and a four-blade cartridge for less frequent shavers with longer hair. Still confused? Well, we put both blades in one new starter box, so you can test drive both. Check out dollarshaveclub.com slash ESPN. dollarshaveclub.com slash ESPN. And visit DSC at your nearest store. You've got questions, we got answers. Welcome to the club. Now at a store near you. Catch all the hockey and your favorite gaming action in the Golden Circle Sportsbook and Bar inside Treasure Island. Come hang out as Cofield and Company broadcast live throughout the hockey season. Enjoy great food and drink specials like $5 drafts Monday through Thursday. And every day until 8 o'clock, the TI will be serving up 23-ounce Dos Equis or Heineken, plus you get to keep the Pilsner glass. The betting kiosks are open 24-7 and parking is always free for the Golden Circle Sportsbook and Bar inside Treasure Island. Must be 21 or older. Please drink responsibly. Management reserves all rights. At GiveMeTheVin.com. It's all digital. We have a 45-second offer online. It's fast, it's easy, and we have the best online reviews on the planet. Sell me your car. Sell us your car. GiveMeTheVin.com So easy you can do it in your underwear. Tinfoil Hat 86 wrote on Twitter, I just visited 19 dealers, saw 23 brands, and got a crazy good deal. The Valley Auto Mall in Henderson made me hashtag believe. Click or visit the Valley Auto Mall today. Calling all Knights fans. Step up your game this season and win great prizes like VGK hats, coolers, helmets, and more. To win, visit any one of the Puck Party Taverns throughout the city, like The Ridge, Sky Bar and Grill, Millside Tavern, and Rocky's Bar and Grill. So don't puck around and win your share of all the awesome VGK merchandise. Go to BudLightPuckParties.com to find the location closest to you. Go Knights, go! Now, back to Cofield and Company, live at the Thomas and Mac. Okay, we're getting ready for an 8 o'clock tip. 8 o'clock tip. UNLV is taking on Fresno State. We're going to talk to uh, Ken Palm, Ken Pomeroy, in about five minutes. Uh, get his take on the tournament and uh, what he's got going on with the West Coast Conference. Boy, during the break, I was just looking up the Tiger stuff again with the history with the Masters when he was you know, trying to come back. From all of his issues, his car accident, you know, divorce, all the uh, the you know the fall, the hard fall with all the womanizing, and it just it still gets me that. Uh, and I listen. Yesterday, the Masters, like everyone else, was like, "Hey, we're rooting for Tiger Woods. Hope he's healthy." But it was just took me back to 2010 when Tiger tried to come back, and the guy who was running the uh, Augusta National at the time was Billy Payne, and uh, yeah, there there was some commentary, and I think it was Brian Gumble was like, "This was outrageous." You have this club of uh, rich whites who have mostly denied entry to their club for women and people of color, and then this guy is sitting up there wagging his finger at a person of color in Tiger Woods. And Billy Payne at the time said, our hero did not live up to the expectations of the role model we saw for our children. It is not uh, simply the degree of his conduct that is so egregious here. It is the fact that he disappointed all of us, and more importantly, our kids and grandkids. It's like the speech after, we let you in. Look at who you are. We let you in our club, and you have let us down. Wag, wag, wag. Like, shut up. Go away forever, sanctimonious jackass. 
please let me know the last time that one of the members of Augusta National cheated on his wife and let me know whether it's the last members meeting that person had to get up in front of the room uh, and account for what they had done the same yep. way that a young black Asian man did. Yeah, it was, I, I remember looking at the image of the press conference, the video of the press conference, and there's you know, seven old white dudes, and one guy is up there wagging the finger over infidelity, you know, rampant infidelity, and I'm like, these other guys must be like, hmm. Getting a little hot under the collar, thinking of all the uh, you know the women they're doing. Little on the aggressive, side. Billy. Little yeah. aggressive. Set the bar lower, please. So when uh, Ken Pomeroy's on, we're going to talk about the Mountain West and bids. You really believe bracketology on this one that they have three teams in right now? That's and I, I would think the third team is very much on edge. Yeah, I don't think Colorado State can afford to lose in its quarterfinal in the Mountain West tournament by any stretch. Right now. Joe Lunardi and his bracketology have us in there as Mountain West family with Boise as the AQ, so winning the tournament. San Diego State, and I agree with that, by the way. I I do think a healthy San Diego State team is probably the most tournament-ready team of anyone in this conference. And then they have Colorado State getting into the play-in game. So in the play-in game, you're essentially saying this is one of the last four teams into the tournament. Look, high-end Colorado State, Stevens and Roddy going nuts and giving them an inside-outside threat. High-end Colorado State is great. Low-end Colorado State? Low-end Colorado State is going to make you wish you put Utah State in that tournament. Visit Cofield's Corner on LVSportsNetwork.com for access to the latest podcasts and best interviews. Sign up today for a new William Hill Nevada mobile sports account and you can earn a $50 bonus on top of your original $50 or more deposit using promo code GET50. That's promo code GET50. The William Hill Nevada mobile sports app allows you to bet on the go from any iPhone, iPad, or Android device from anywhere in Nevada. Sign up today and you'll never miss another bet. With the largest wagering menu, the mobile sports app features live in-play betting on football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, and tennis. For more information, visit williamhill.us. William Hill is a proud partner of the Vegas Golden Knights. Start the year off right and get into the hottest performing sporty sedan, the all-new redesigned 2021 TLX at Finley Acura in the Valley Auto Mall. With its superior handling, optional drive modes, and advanced technology, it's the best sporty sedan on the road today. And get special 1.9% APR for up to 60 months. Only at Finley Acura in the Valley Auto Mall or online at FinleyAcura.com. APR offered valid OAC through Acura Financial Services. Down payment varies. Restrictions apply. Expires 3-1-2021. Are you drowning under a mountain of debt? You need flat fee attorneys. Not a big fee from the other firms, but a flat fee starting at just $500. The last thing you need when considering bankruptcy is a huge bill from the lawyer. So contact Flat Fee today to get a totally free consultation from their affordable, reliable, and experienced attorneys. With flat fee attorneys, you won't pay a big fee for your bankruptcy you'll pay a flat fee starting at just $500. Google flat fee, flat fee attorneys in Las Vegas. When it comes to car batteries, you've got questions like, does it still have a good charge in it? Or where can I have it checked? If the battery has been idle for a few months or more, it probably needs to be charged. And you should also have your vehicle batteries inspected at least twice a year, just to be sure you're not losing any starting power, especially after hot summers and cold winters. Just bring the battery into any authorized interstate dealer for a test. If it does need a boost, they'll put it on a charger and most interstate battery dealers perform this service for free and if the battery is dead replace it with a new interstate 
Hear that sound? After you've been hurt in a wreck, that's the sound of the value of your case going down. Every second you wait to get medical treatment and to get a lawyer can greatly affect the value of your case. After you've been hurt in a wreck, stop the clock by calling Lerner and Rowe. We'll immediately get working on your case, getting you the medical treatment you need, and in most cases, with no out-of-pocket expenses, even if you don't have health insurance. Lerner and Rowe is the way to go. Call 877 Now handling 3M earplug cases. Scott Guido, Managing Attorney. Now, back to Cofield and Company, live at the Thomas and Mac. We got UNLV taking on Fresno State, 8 o'clock tonight. So, tracking that game, UNLV uh, very much in the position of you know, win the Mountain West Conference Tournament, then you get into the NCAAs. This has not been the year they expected, but uh, on the uh, top of the conference, Candy, ton of teams in contention for the tournament, and uh, one of the guys – you love to lean on, and I love using his numbers, is Ken Palm. Ken Pomeroy, the analytics guru of college basketball, uh, joins us here on Cofield & Company. Ken, I know that you're always busy, but this time of year, I know you are extra busy, so thanks for carving some time out. Uh, where are we talking to you from right now? Uh, I'm in Salt Lake City, fellas. Okay, so back, uh, back to home base. Uh, we were just talking yeah. a moment ago here about the Mountain West. I know you. Uh, one of your degrees is from a Mountain West institution. Uh, you were talking about the potential for maybe three teams, if everything were somehow to break right, potentially four teams to get in from the Mountain West. Uh, what do you think of the strength of the conference from what you've seen so far this year? Well, I don't know that it's, it's just, I guess, uh, distributed. The strength is distributed a little differently than it usually is. I don't know that it's necessarily... Uh, you know, noteworthy in terms of how strong it is relative to previous seasons. I mean, I uh, currently have the conference ranked as the 11th strongest conference in, in college basketball. So, uh, not great, not great. Yeah. And, you know, really have never had them that low um, in terms of, of rating conferences for the you know 25 years that I have data for. But uh, you know, obviously, it's just a weird distribution of teams. You got those four teams up top that are all kind of like you know tournament. Quality teams, even though I doubt all four get in the tournament, but they're all you know they all have enough talent and ability to play like a tournament team on a given night. And then obviously you have the three teams at the bottom of the league that are just uh, complete dead weight, and um, you know just really I think distort you know the records for for all these teams because you you almost get you know six free wins if you if you have the fortune of playing those bottom three teams twice. Yeah, without question, it's uh, it's even rougher than usual at the bottom of the Mountain West this year. Uh, Ken, I'm sure you're well aware that many people in the media cite your website regularly, cite your numbers quite regularly. For our listeners who might not know your work, for those who are just kind of beginning to understand some of the different metrics they hear in discussing basketball, how do you explain your work to people who are not versed in basketball stats and analytics? Well, I mean, mostly the philosophy is to try to measure things uh, by equalizing the opportunities that teams or players have to do those things. So you know, the power ratings themselves are based on the concept of uh, points per possession. So obviously uh, all basketball games are not created equal in terms of the number of possessions that they have. And, and the more possessions you have, the higher scoring the game will be. So to measure teams like offense or defense in terms of points per game or, or points per game allowed is um, not going to be terribly useful. You really need to look at points per possession points for possession allowed and uh, and that's what my ratings do and and then they you know adjust for 
uh, the quality of the competition. So that's how you get the adjusted offense and adjusted defense, and that was, that's what uh, makes up the power ratings. But, but really, anything on the site, you know, any of the, the stats that you see if you if you pay for a subscription, uh, is you know, the idea is to try to uh, normalize opportunities that a team or a player has to do those things, and then rank the team or player by how well they do with those opportunities. So. You know, I often call it the best 1995 I spend on college basketball year in and year out. And I would say that even to folks who are just wanting to watch games a little differently, your fan match service on there that you know, kind of rates the excitement potential of every game can be a great TV guide day to day in terms of uh, trying to figure out what game to watch. What would you say in terms of the efficiency that you just discussed in the statistics, what would you say is the most commonly misunderstood part of your work? Uh, I would say it's that, you know, people think that my ratings are like designed to, you know, reward teams for quality wins or penalize them for losing to bad teams. Uh, you know, similar, like people are generally like obviously familiar with the AP poll. Um, they're familiar with how tournament selections are made where you look at a resume and see, you know, what, what are a team's quality wins, but um, my system is not uh, directly concerned with that, let's say. It's basically just concerned with, you know, how you perform in each game. So, you know, if you play an elite team and you come up a little bit short, like, you'll actually be rewarded for that performance. And if you play, you know, the 100th ranked team and you, you beat them by four, like, you're going to be judged as something close to the 100th ranked team for that game. So, so you know, every year you have these oddball teams. This year probably Missouri is the best example where, you know, they've been rated in the top 10, I think, in the AP poll at some point, and, you know, any power rating like mine is trying to make predictions has not been nearly as high on them as, uh, as you know, people using the, you know, the resume method. Like, they, they, have, they have great quality wins, but, you know, you kind of look at what they've done in the rest of their games, and they really haven't performed like a, a top 25 team at all. No, I mean, there was a point when I think when they first got into the top 10, I think you had them around 41 or so, and it's about as big a disparity as, uh, as you'll see. And of course, it's been it's been a strange year, not only for the teams, but for those of us trying to follow college basketball, who really, you know, pay attention to and love the sport. And that's why I thought that this partnership that you undertook with the West Coast Conference is about as smart a thing as any conference could choose to do in terms of coming up with an adjusted winning percentage for teams that haven't played the same amount of games. So instead of me ham handedly trying to go through this, maybe you could explain uh to us how this came about what this is because a lot of people here in vegas of course we have a lot of byu fans and also they get to see this tournament in front of them most years here in las vegas right so uh, you know the wcc it also has like the mountain west kind of an uh, unusual distribution of teams although uh it's pretty much a year in year out thing like the, the top of the league obviously with gonzaga is you know extremely good this year you know they're the best team in the country. And then the bottom of the league, you know, this year you have Portland, who is, uh, you know, one of the worst teams in the country, currently ranked 333rd in my rating out of 347 teams that, uh, that are participating. So, uh, so there's this huge disparity. And so, if you, you know, if you start to play, a, you know, an unbalanced schedule or kind of random games are getting canceled and you're trying to make up those games, like, you know, if you're just going to do the conference standings based on winning percentage, uh, there's not a lot of uh, incentive to make up a game against Gonzaga. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a lot, there's a ton of incentive to make up games against Portland if you can. So, uh, so that issue came up, I guess, in, in some sort of coaches' uh, conference call, and then, and that was kind of filtered up to the ads, and that went up to the 
the conference leadership, and so um, so they kind of sought me out to uh, come up with a, a fair system that uh, would allow teams to not have to worry about the issues of you know taking on a couple losses to Gonzaga, having that affect them dramatically in in the seeding of the tournament, and uh, and you know I gave a little formula to uh, to do that. I think do that really fairly, and uh, and you know so far I've been kind of amazed that there really haven't been you know too many complaints at least publicly from any of the teams. So. Uh, we must be doing something a little bit right, which is, uh, yeah, kind of a, a, a surprise, I have to admit. <laughs> Ken Pomeroy, basketball analytics uh, guru, KenPom.com, at Ken Pomeroy on Twitter. Uh, yeah, I mean, really, I, if you look at the standings as they are right now based on your adjusted power ratings, the only team that jumps out at you is St. Mary's, and it makes perfect sense, as you pointed out the other day, in that St. Mary's, if you went and played out the rest of a round-robin schedule would still have the top three teams in the conference to go against as opposed to some other teams that would be, you know, getting the Portlands of the world. Yeah, so, you know, uh, St. Mary's has played, you know, Gonzaga twice already. They played Pepperdine twice, who's the the third-ranked team in the conference. They played BYU once. Um, so they played a, you know, a really difficult schedule. They haven't been able to play Portland. They haven't uh, played San Diego either, who's the second-worst team in the league. So, like, they just played this kind of ridiculously tough schedule in their uh, eight games so far, and they're three and five, and so you know they're ranked ahead of like Loyola Marymount, who has a winning record. But uh, Marymount has just played the opposite schedule. They, uh, I still think I don't think they played the top three teams at all. They might have played Pepperdine once, but they have not played Gonzaga or, or BYU yet. I think so. Uh, so you know they just have a, a tremendously like you know loaded schedule in terms of playing the bottom half of the league. And uh, yeah, if you if you let them both kind of finish out their round robin schedule. Uh, you know, it doesn't take much imagination to to assume that you know St. Mary's would have the upper hand in having a better record. Yeah, uh, no question there. Uh, and I think um, what I was most curious to find out from you, and I know you've partnered with a lot of different uh, entities throughout basketball over the time that you've been doing this work. What was what was the call or the or the request that you got that kind of blew you away the most for, of someone who wanted to work with you? Oh, I think, you know, it's, uh, it's not so much people wanting to work with me, I would say. It's okay. more just getting kind of random calls from coaches. You know, like yesterday I got a call from Chris Holtman, you know, the coach at Ohio State, and yeah. kind of out of the blue, just wanted to talk about his team and stuff. And, uh, and you know, uh, I, I never like it's, I never take this for granted. Like, it's always great, but certainly, like, now it's a little bit less of a surprise when that happens than, you know, five or ten years ago when it first started happening, and, you know, coaches started citing my stuff in a press conference or something like that was ultimately what what gave my work credibility like i was just you know some dork running a website until then (laughs) the media you know (laughs) some media people were interested but like some weren't like some people you know some beat writers are just going to do what they've always done and they're not going to change their ways but then when a coach you know mentions my my website well now they got to look at it and and see what's going on and so uh, i really you know without some of the coaches who started like championing my work early on like you know i wouldn't i wouldn't be in the position that i'm in today well, Ken, it's uh, it's fantastic work. I find myself diving in uh, deeper on things than I probably should, and then, you know, looking up 45 minutes later and realizing, oh, I, I probably should go, you know, get a bite to eat or go get a drink because I've been diving in too long <laughs> on stats. KenPom.com, Ken Pomeroy, joining us. Uh, thank you very much for making some time, and we'll talk to you down the road. Okay, sounds great, guys. Thanks for having me on. There he is, Ken Pom. Uh, those numbers are invaluable, and uh, as Candy said at the beginning. Um, sites like that and also PFF, those guys work really hard. 
Um, and you know, Ken Palm is not the size of a PFF, but the subscription packages are so inexpensive, and you use them so many times throughout the years. You got to get out there and sign up. Uh, without question. Look, I mean, when I first went to click on the subscribe link for Ken Palm, you know, years ago, and thought, oh, okay, how much am I going to? Nineteen ninety-five. And then you dive in, you see not the, just the access you get to college basketball information this year. He's got information that goes back years upon years upon years. It's just going to make you a smarter fan, even when you just talk to your friends about the game. Sports gambling. That is an obvious angle for anyone who is interested around here as well. And there's a great article by David Purdom from ESPN uh, that goes about three years back that talks about just how deeply baked into college basketball lines Ken's numbers are already. So much stuff we didn't get to today. Uh, I was just pounding my fist. I'm like, damn, I didn't get to ask you about uh, what's going on potentially in Texas with sports gambling. So we'll go into the grab bag. We're going to hit on that with Adam Candy. We'll get you an update on what came out this morning that the Vegas Golden Knights have some new partnership with that is uh, sports gambling related. And we'll have a last couple of points here on UNLV as they get ready for the Fresno Bulldogs are in town. They would love to get a sweep. But I'll tell you one thing and something else we'll examine. When they do get to the free throw line, you got to make your free throws. Join the conversation on Twitter at ESPN Las Vegas. Cofield here. Important question. Has your performance dropped off in the bedroom? I've got the guy who can help you. Andrew Reinhardt is with us from Boost Medical Clinic. He's got technology like no one else in Las Vegas. Tell us about this acoustic wave therapy. Well, this technology opens up and regrows blood vessels. That's the thing to remember. Erectile dysfunction is a blood flow problem. And for the first time in 30 years, we're finally treating that blood flow. So you don't have to take the pill anymore. We get guys back to normal and natural spontaneity in the bedroom like it was in your younger years. So most important thing, folks want results. What kind of results are you seeing? We have treated thousands of men all over the country from age 20 to age 90. Even Cambridge studied this technology and said it has a very high success rate. And I'll tell you, we see that success every day in the clinic. Las Vegas listeners, we've got a special offer here. Andrew's going to tell you about it. This is a great special offer just for our listeners here in Vegas. Yes, if you are struggling with erectile dysfunction and sick of the pills, call Boost Medical Clinic right now. We will do the initial assessment, exam, even the blood flow ultrasound with our doctor, totally free. Plus, we're going to give you a little special gift. You'll really love this. It produces instant results in the bedroom. It's free to everybody that calls now. You heard it. Make the call. Don't wait any longer. Boost Medical Clinic at 702-510-5000. Boost Medical Clinic. Call them now. 702-710-5000. Las Vegas, are you ready to rock? Get over to Finley Toyota right now and let us show you our VIP lineup. Roll up to your next gig with style in a new Camry or grab a new rugged Tacoma to haul your gear around. Finley has got what you need and our state-of-the-art service center and amazing customer service will have you feeling like a rock star. Visit us today or schedule an appointment at FinleyToyota.com And Finley Toyota will do anything to sell you a car Oh, 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 O'Reilly This is Jesse's O'Reilly Auto Parts story. As a nurse, not making it to work was not an option. But driving through the snow with my wiper blades struggling, I just didn't feel safe. So I pulled into O'Reilly Auto Parts, and before I knew it, an employee was offering to install the wiper blades on my car. I got to stay out of the snow for a moment, and I still made it to work on time. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. 
Join Cofield and company as we broadcast live this Thursday from Silver 7's Hotel and Casino. Get ready for the Golden Knights game with happy hour starting at 3 with pints, shots, and margaritas only 277. You can bet the game at the William Hill Sportsbook or sign up for the William Hill mobile app. While the Sharks and Golden Knights are going at it, beers are just 77 cents. That's right, 77 cent bottles of Bud and Bud Light. It all starts this Thursday, 2 o'clock. Cofield and company live at the Corona Cantina inside Silver 7's Hotel and Casino on Flamingo and Paradise with ESPN Las Vegas. Many seniors do not understand the full market value of their life insurance policy. Your life insurance policy is a personal asset. And just like a house, you can sell your policy on the open market through licensed buyers. Many seniors need more cash for retirement or even to pay emergency financial expenses. Selling your life insurance policy can be a lucrative option. If the policyholder is a senior and wishes to find out if they are eligible to stop paying premiums and receive a sizable cash payment greater than the surrender value of the policy, they should call CashInValue.com, 1-833-3-CASH-IN. To learn more, visit CashInValue.com or speak with their friendly specialist at 1-833-3-CASH-IN. Find out the true value of your policy. Visit CashInValue.com or call 1-833-3-CASH-IN. Cashandvalue.com is a marketing website operated by Lotus Internet Corporation and is not a licensed provider or broker and does not represent sellers. Cashandvalue.com will refer qualified sellers to the appropriate licensed buyer. We recommend you consult your own advisors. When it comes to dependability in car batteries, no one beats Interstate Batteries. Interstate Batteries has been providing outrageously dependable starting power for over 65 years. With over 200,000 dealers nationwide, there's one near you. Just click on interstatebatteries.com. You want the best sleep? Get the best mattress. Tempur-Pedic, best mattress has the entire line. And right now, get two free Tempur-Pedic pillows with a purchase of any Tempur-Pedic mattress. Best mattress. Sleep easy, friends. If you need to buy a home, call Dustin DeHart. If you want the best rates with service that's great. Dustin DeHart with Nova Home Loans. Record high property values and interest rates still at record lows. Hey, it's Cofield. I'm telling you, it's time to call Dustin DeHart and Nova Home Loans to get that mortgage tuned up or purchase your dream home today. NMLS 25011, branch NMLS 777 362. So if you need a loan, pick up the phone and call 577-2600. Dustin DeHart with Nova Home Loans. This spring, get in the game and earn cash for betting sports with the William Hill Nevada Mobile Sports app on your phone or tablet. During William Hill Spring Rewards, earn up to $500 cash back. Between now and April 30th, you'll be eligible for cash back points for every wager made, win or lose on the William Hill Nevada Mobile Sports app. You'll also earn bonus cash back for teasers and parlay card wagers made on the app. To enroll in Spring Rewards and see participating locations, visit WilliamHill.us. That's WilliamHill.us. This sports update is brought to you by Finley Volvo Cars, Las Vegas's fastest growing luxury brand, putting safety first since 1927. Two finals already in the NHL today as the Dallas Stars defeated the Florida Panthers 3-0 and the Tampa Bay Lightning also by the same score defeated the Carolina Hurricanes 3-0. The Henderson Silver Knights take on the San Diego Gulls tonight at 7 o'clock. Cofield and Company presents Grab Bag. Don't touch it. Don't even look at it. Only on ESPN Las Vegas. Stick your hand in there, Dave. Which of your teams do you care about the most now? Giants, Yankees, someone else? Like where you really get into it? Yankees. I mean, Yankees, then everything else. How bad? Ah, uh, there were we were on the verge of some things being broken when Rosarena hit that homer this All year. Right. 
All right. We, we were definitely on the verge. I get it. I get it. You're not embarrassed by that, right? <laughs> no. Not for a second. Yeah, me either. At all. Why? Yeah. Um, I'm a Yankees fan, but I'm not a Yankees fan in terms of the intensity like I am with my school and also with the Jets. And a lot of it's because they, they've had no success. So, like, any morsel I get, I'm, you know, I want more, so I'm super fired up. And, uh, you know, I talk about Rutgers basketball all the time on the show. They haven't made the NCAA tournament since I was in school, which is a long time ago. Uh, they were going to make it last year, and the GDAM pandemic shut down the NCAA tournament, so they still got the longest streak with Power 5 schools who have not been in the NCAA tournament. Uh, they started off the season really well. They faded. They bounced back. Now they've got to win some games down the stretch to get out of the Big Ten, you know, to uh, get to the tournament out of the Big Ten, and the Big Ten's reputation is great. They fell behind 25-8. to 8. I never wa- – I really don't watch games or TV during the show, but I just happened to click on it. And uh, they went down 23 to 8. And you could see, looking at me, I was like, annoyed. So, just so folks know, like, I do, I, I do pride myself. I do care about sports. Like, I am still very much into it. I think there's a lot of older sports talk hosts who it sounds like, yeah, they don't even like sports. Like, I still like sports. And oh. then this one, I am wrapped in because I almost, I, like, I try not to jinx myself by getting hope up. But I was actually thinking ahead to the first round of the tournament, and I was going to take off that Friday because I'm like, I called the game at the student radio station the last time this freaking school was in the tournament. Uh, You bet your ass I'm sitting somewhere in a dark room by myself and watching it if they make the tournament. And then, of course, as soon as I thought about that last week, they they start to unravel. So anyway, they were down down 23-8. Now they're up 33-29, but it's like... But this is why we watch sports, is the roller coaster ride, you know, to feel and get frustrated and be happy. So What's, What did you just say in the middle there? To feel. Yeah. It's about passion. We want to have things in life that we're passionate about. I'm sorry to sound like Walton here for a minute. Damn it! But we want passion. <laughs> so I 100% get what UNLV fans are going through right now. This is not what you want, right? And maybe there's a dream here at the end of the year that you can put it all together, play some defense, and get everyone bombing from three, I get it. And I'll tell you, it especially hit home a couple of weeks ago. Curtis Terry and I talked to Justin Hawkins, and we were we were talking to Hawkins, and we're like, you made the tournament all four years when you were at UNLV, and it wasn't that long ago. But, like, to think about that now, you're like, God, they struggled so much recently. Just trying to freaking, you know, the last couple of years, you know, they made it into the, you know, the top – you know, three or four of the Mountain West Conference, and then this year just hasn't worked the way a lot of us thought it would. So I get the frustration of UNLV fans, and believe me, I'm not comparing my dopey school that never makes a tournament to the history here at UNLV. You have a lot higher expectations. The last coach who chose to leave of his own accord from this program was Lon Kruger, and you were talking about the Lon Kruger slash Dave Rice years there with uh, with Hawks. <laughs> so, you know, and what really – what worries me about their ability to go on that kind of run, Steve, is what I, one of the things I mentioned earlier in the show. They don't get to the line. like, And this team doesn't drive. They don't create contact. Like, even Bryce Hamilton, who you mentioned earlier, drives and pulls up. Doesn't drive, like, all the way through going to the hole a lot of the time. And so they're they are on pace to have the worst free throw rate in the history of the program. In the history of the real. entire program, they need to find easier ways to score if they're going to make that kind of run that everybody wants to see. Stick your hand in there, Dave. By the way, I'm setting myself up for one tomorrow. Uh, I think we've got it locked up. We're going to have uh, 
Mark McMillan on. You know, he's been bringing on some of his old friends. And uh, I think we're going to be talking to Marvin Jones, who played for the Jets and played for like seven different coaches, including Pete Carroll, Kotite, Parcells, and then almost Belichick. Oh, no. The Ajita. I, 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 I don't want to go back to 20 years ago. Listen, dude, if you bring on someone who played for Rich Kotite, Ari better be sitting on that button as quickly as possible. He better be ready to fire on that drop button. Here's the thing. They both did. Mark played for Kotite with the Eagles, and the Jets were like, we need some of that. Good God. <laughs> it's incredible. One of the worst coaches in NFL history. Stick your hand in there, Dave. What's going to happen with this VGK weird deal that they've announced this morning? This, this is going to really happen? I hope not, for their sake. What is the deal? This is such a bad idea. Um, the Golden Knights announced this morning that they partnered with, if you put it kindly, a sports betting pick service, what we in Vegas know as a tout service. And they announced that they have a deal with a company that works out of Mexico and provides $89 a month sports picks to people. Now, if you've ever been anywhere around this industry, you know that the one thing that can unite everyone is that everyone thinks touts suck. Um, if you consider that you have to win at 52.4% of your bets just to break even, that you have to be even that much better to win, factor in now how much you have to be able to either bet or how often you have to be able to win. If you're paying someone <laughs> on the range of $1,000 a year for your picks. So this was universally panned on social media today. Um, it seems to me that there could be an opportunity for them to walk this back. What I'm shocked by, Steve, is that this got through the league office, that the NHL decided that they were okay with this, and that the announcement was on NHL.com slash Golden Knights. Stick your hand in there, Dave. Last one. We got about a minute. I started a read up on what Texas was going to do with sports gambling, so it could be on the ballot in November. And then the licenses are going going to go to who? Not casinos, but it could be the major sports franchises would hold the gambling licenses and then what? Seek out a gambling, a traditional, you know, book partner. So that's the way it would work. And they're not alone in this. Don't don't. Texas is not alone in this, but Texas needs Jerry Jones and Mark Cuban pushing this thing politically to get anywhere. So they would partner with a fan duel of DraftKings and William Hill to operate sports betting probably out of their stadiums and the deal it would be that yes they technically hold the license but all of the operation is done through the sports book if you think that sounds weird if you think that sounds unusual it's already happening FanDuel did the same thing with the Washington football team in Virginia and actually got to launch its sports book first because they partnered up with the former Redskins hmm. amazing amazing what pariahs we were five years ago and now now we've got almost no line between NFL and organization owners and sports gambling. All that sanctimonious bullcrap we heard. In the words of the great Randy Moss, straight cash, homie. Uh, stick around. 7.30 is running Rebel warm-up. John and Curtis will be along with a preview of the Rebels game. It's Fresno State, 8 o'clock tonight at the Thomas & Mac. Check it out. It'll be right here on ESPN Las Vegas.